Discussions in this show are for educational purposes. Information presented should not be considered an investment recommendation. Always consult with a financial planner before making investment decisions. Our opinions are based on current economic conditions that are subject to change. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal. Securities and advisory services are offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Dale Buckner, Inc. and United Planners are not affiliated. United Planners representatives do not offer tax or legal advice. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic. Brett Hansen's going to be on the show with me today. I thank you so much. And it is very appropriate. The, the title of our show is A Baby Boomer's Guide to Social Security. And we're both baby boomers. So, That's right, yes. I mean, I can, we can start talking about each other. <laughs> well, and baby boomers, I believe, are probably going to be taking we'll say advantage of social security more than any other generation ever, 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 ever. And one of the reasons is because there's more of us than anybody else. <laughs> so as we kind of come in, this has been happening for a while now, for the, about the last 10 years, where baby boomers were now aging into social security. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, and uh, as, we both have made decisions we have and we're attempting it's sort of like wouldn't it be great if we could maximize our social security income for the rest of our lives wouldn't that be a a smart thing for us to do and a smart thing for every other baby boomer out there to do that's very correct i agree well do you do you want to go into some basics and say what is Social Security? I mean, <laughs> I mean, surely everybody out there knows what Social Security is. It's, it is a system that we paid into for our whole working career. And uh, it's a complicated. We may get into a little bit of that detail of how you pay into Social Security and why folks that uh, have likely have paid in less money cash wise mm-hmm. get an actual more generous benefit right it is protection against the uh, as we go through it is protection against not having any money during retirement right now when is the first time when a person, a baby boomer, or anybody can claim Social Security? 62 years old, typically. And and there are some exceptions. There, there for, are. There are. For heirs or, right. or um, death beneficiaries. That, that's what I'm thinking. And right. there's exceptions for folks that, are, that may be under the age of 18. Right. So it's... For widows and children, it is a great protection that may make the whole difference in whether they are able to live their lifestyle or not. Typically, though, it's 62, and not that we would recommend taking it then, but that's when the typical person or the usual person, so to speak, could start to collect if he or she wanted to. At one time, 62 
was by far the number one age that people in the United States would take Social Security. Right. And that has gone down now, but still, a lot of people, we believe, probably, we, we would say, you there are reasons why you would take it at 62. And we'll, maybe we can get into some of those. There's some real cool claiming strategies right. for couples that we would visit about, and that part of the reason why we should be having the discussion about Baby Boomer's Guide to Social Security is that there are ways of maximizing the income for a family and that those strategies could make as much as seventy-five dollars to $150,000. We've even heard some of the computer programs as much as $300,000 in wealth that would be different for an average family. Right. Well, that's, if you take it at 62, uh, do you get more money or less money? You mean versus taking it later? Yes. Well, sure. You, of course, you take you take less. You could take up. It could be up to twenty five percent less compared to your full retirement age, and and even the difference between taking it at sixty two and seventy, which you'd really max out getting the most, it's a huge percentage difference. And when we kind of come back into this conversation about taking it at sixty two or absolutely not working another day and then delaying to age 70 the uh, the gospel according to roth john breeden book says that it is about 85 percent more mm -hmm. at 70 than it would be the day you took it at 62. right and then if your life expectancy which we believe if you're healthy at 62 your life expectancy is probably going to be somewhere around 87 to 92, depending on uh, other factors. So, and depending on which life expectancy chart right. you read, right. it's sort of, they're changing now. And the COVID kind of threw a monkey wrench into the life expectancy charts. And then now that COVID sort of waned a little bit, we're, we're starting to see a little bit more optimistic view of, about aging in America. And um, the, the uh, do, you, do you wanna, let's visit a little bit about how you qualify for social security. I'm gonna say virtually everybody I know is going to qualify for Social Security? I, well, roughly, you have to work about 40 quarters or, or roughly about 10 years, I guess, if you look at it that way. So that that's just a rough estimate. So Almost everybody qualifies. Pretty much, right. Or if you're married to somebody that qualifies. Right, right. For 10 years or longer. Right, because there are some people, in fact, even my own wife who doesn't even contribute to social security because she's in the education field and but that's that's kind of rare there too so but mainly contributing to social security it'll take you probably about 10 years or so before you are finally fully eligible and the, to qualify for a quarter it's not a lot of money no it's, it's not pretty low it is and so as and then after that you would be able to, uh, if you didn't work any more than the 40 quarters, you'd be able to have a minimal 
claiming strategy. Right. If you want to max it out, you got to work for 35 years and contribute for the whole 35 years. Right. And contribute at the highest level of income, which uh, I, I've, we've got it in the, the table, but it is pretty hot now. It, pretty much back when they first started it, people were putting in very small amounts of money. And now that the tables have changed, right. they have increased that a lot. Right. So as we kind of come back into the, once we've made this conversation is we, we would wish to uh, caution folks from a knee jerk reaction claiming it's 62. Right. And there's surveys over and over again that say, I'd like to claim it's 62 because I don't believe Social Security is financially sound. And the the opposite, we believe it's financially sound and been right. well secured and that it's going to be there. It would be unbelievably politically damaging to whoever decided to destroy Social right, Security. Right. Yeah, well, so I, I don't think it's going to happen. No. No, there, there's there's some things that government can do to, to to save it. Basically, they can increase the Social Security taxes, which I think right now is six point two percent. They could increase that. They could increase the age to collect Social Security. There's there's a number of things they well, can do. Well, let's let's assume that they've done that in the past. Mm -hmm. So it is not unprecedented to increase the Social Security tax. And then they've increased the age from 65 to get full retirement benefits to 67. Right. And uh, that those that conversation is really uh, went from 66 to 67 during my lifetime. So right. as we kind of look at that, 66 now go into 60. Seven, and so full retirement age is 67. If you don't take it at 67, what happens, Brett? Well, if you don't take it and you can kind of not need the money for a few years, if you wait until 70, it, typically you'll get like an 8% increase for every year you wait up until you're 70 years old. If you'd like to have a complimentary consultation about your Social Security choices, you can sit down with a certified financial planner, Brad Hansen or myself. We go through the possibilities. We talk about maximizing your Social Security. It is complimentary. We never charge for these meetings. We are going to be doing three or four, five, six the next week. Maybe even we'll do more than that. So this is not an imposition. This is really a service that we like to do. Give us a call, 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN. And we'll visit about your how to maximize your Social Security and whether to take it at 62 or to delay. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Brett Hansen. And that's Brett with two T's, right? <laughs> as long as I've lived, it's always been two T's, yes. And as, as we kind of visit about this, 
one of the the things that I like to counsel folks is that Social Security is a much better income stream than a pension. So the the problem with a pension is if you take the one life pension, it stops after you die. Not that's <laughs> not good. It just goes away. If you take the one life pension, you get a paycheck that's the same for the rest of your life. That's not that's not good. It's, it's good if you never have any inflation. If you never have, yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I'm going to get, so how did that work out for you, Brett? I don't know. No I inflation, huh? Yeah. I don't think that's going to work out too good. It, it, so the, there's really less uh, desire for a pension. And so essentially a pension is taking a lump sum of money, surrendering it to a insurance company for a promise of payments for the rest of your life. Obviously, the insurance company is going to have backup for that income stream, but it's the full faith and credit of an insurance company behind those payments, right? right? That's right. Well, that's not quite as good as Social Security, right? <laughs> so, so let's kind of talk about a little bit. Mm -hmm. you, the benefit is if you worked more, you get paid more. So that's good. It, and you know exactly how much you're getting. You get a steady income, but it, and you get it for the rest of your life, which is very good. And then the, but wait, there's more. <laughs> you get an inflation increase mm -hmm. every year if inflation hits. And if you have been married to your spouse, and this we, we talk about this 10 years longer, then she gets your death benefit, which is your highest amount that you got. Right. So it doesn't just go away. It If you die and you have minor children, they get a benefit for the, until they reach age 18. Right. right. Well, this has got to be better than a pension. Right. A pension, you die, nobody gets anything else if, unless you've signed up for a 10-year certain. You have joint survivor pension, they pay you less. If you have 10-year certain, they pay you less. There's a whole lot more meat to that Social Security check coming in. And it has become an overwhelming amount of income for a whole lot of, of folks. I kind of want to do this and say, so are there more people elderly now than there ever have been before? I think <laughs> and everybody, everybody in the room is going, oh yeah, I go. So think about going to Cheddar's <laughs> restaurant and just the next time you walk into Cheddar's, just look around. And you go, holy cow, there's a whole lot of people with gray hair. Every single one of those folks with with maybe no exceptions is getting a social security check. I wonder why they're all going to Cheddar's. <laughs> they're for going it. to Cheddar's. I don't know. <laughs> well, Cheddar's is a pretty I I should not have said a name. <laughs> I mean, everybody out there in Hofbrau and 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 the salt grass and 
and virtually all the other Cracker Barrel are going to be upset with me. But <laughs> eventually, if you go into any of those other restaurants, I mean, it you have a lot of people that are gray here. Virtually every single one of those folks is getting a Social Security check, and they get it regularly, and they have it being able to help them to go out to eat. Right. As we kind of do this, that is a huge amount of why the economy runs so well in the United States. It's not the only reason. Right. Because if those folks had worked with me, they'd be also <laughs> getting a really nice required minimum distribution out of their retirement plan, or they'd have extra income off of interest or dividends that they have off their holdings outside of their retirement plan. So as we kind of work with the building the wealth that's going to build the income and allow everybody to go to places, great restaurants, then that that Social Security is one of the reasons. And I don't want to want us to portray Social Security as getting rich. And we don't think it was ever meant to take 100% of your income. I, maybe up to 70%, but it's still a pretty good deal because when you retire, you typically don't need the money that you did when you were working. And it, and once again, it tries to keep pace with inflation. So it's a, it's a pretty good, pretty good deal. Well, and as we believe is appropriate, the, the folks that make less money get a much more generous benefit. A higher percentage of what they, they make. A higher benefit. And right. I can kind of go through it isn't the the first one thousand one hundred and fifteen dollars you earn a month is paid in at a much higher rate of ninety percent. So as we kind of come back in here with this whole thought, it, and then after that, the next five thousand six hundred and six dollars is paid in at thirty two percent. And the last $6,721 of the limit is paid in at 15%. So kind of think about it. The, the richest folks are supplementing the income stream for the, the folks. And it, they have a, a thing called the pension offset if you are a teacher. <laughs> so you don't get to work for your 40 quarters and just have the minimal amount and get a generous paycheck if you have been putting in mm -hmm. 35 years of Social Security. Kind of complicated. I'm, I'm going to go in with the, uh, I've studied the formula that causes Social Security to be maximized and folks need to be making a lot of money. I think to summarize that, basically they take the 35 years, they average it, and then the lower the average, the more of a percentage one gets to keep, basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Now, if I'm going to say your spouse is obviously working, but if you have a spouse that never worked, which is happening in the United States multiple times, especially if it's like farming, farming and they don't, the, she works a lot, but she doesn't actually get paid right. withholding for Social Security. None of that money went into Social Security, but you're a spouse of a person that works for 10 years, 40 quarters, is also has 
or never worked, let's say never worked the 40 quarters, is eligible for half of their husband's or wife's income. Assuming they're both at full retirement age, they'll get half. Yeah, yes. Great point. And it gets a little bit more complicated than that because you can right. take it before full retirement age or you can take it after full retirement age and the uh, you, you're going to get half of their full retirement age if you wait to full retirement age. It can, Social Security, I never would have thought it can be complicating, but it can be really complicating. It's surprising. It is complicated, but it is elegant and in a way easy to explain if we are, have, make a habit of it all the time and we do mm -hmm. complimentary consultations with folks. We don't charge for those. We never will. If you give us a call, we'll be glad to talk to you about your Social Security claiming strategy that will maximize your Social Security. The number is 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN. If you would like to talk about maximizing your retirement income, that may be including your 401k rollover, your savings that you're doing, or starting a savings plan if you're in your 20s or 30s, we do that too. We do it free without measure. Give us a call. We'll be glad to give you a complimentary consultation to get you started on your retirement planning goals. And then you can supplement your Social Security with a generous paycheck from your your savings. Give us a call, 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN, or go to our website, www.dalebuckner.com. You can Google Dale Buckner on our website. It still comes up real high up in the list. And then you can set your own appointment on Calendy. Is it called? Calendy, a special program that we have on that website. And just make your own appointment. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Brett Hansen. Brett, thanks for being on the program. If you have a conversation you'd like to have with Brett or myself, you can do it by email. Sort of old-fashioned, isn't mm -hmm. it? When you think about it, back, you've got mail. Remember that show? Back, yes, I do. You've got mail. I love that, that, that whole kind of thought that we used to wait and have uh, we, you might get one of those a day, <laughs> one email a day, and it, oh, it's, I got it's, an it's email. Somebody here. cares about me. <laughs> it's finally here. Yeah, now it's a little bit different. AOL. Now it's remember AOL. Go away. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to read my emails. There's so many of yeah. them. As we kind of come back into this whole conversation about. Uh, one of the wonderful benefits that is available to folks that have lost a spouse is the widow's or widower's benefit. And it is an unbelievably good benefit to help them through a really rough time. And it is available. What year, how old do you need to be to, to take your widow or widower's benefit? I believe it is 60, and I also believe if you're disabled, you could take it even at 50, I believe. I, I do believe there's, it's, 
I really go through, there's like 1,790 mm -hmm. rules That's a lot. about Social Security. <laughs> so as we kind of go through here, we really do counsel folks a lot to, to have those conversations. We're not the only certified financial planners that talk about Social Security. So if you want to get with a fiduciary responsible person, you can go through and do a search of certified financial planners, see if they'll talk to you. We're we're the ones that we kind of offer it a little bit more publicly because we've got the radio show. And, and we think that it is a very good idea that you talk to somebody that is very well trained. If you don't have somebody, we've got Mr. Social Security, Tom Clark, that can visit with you. And he charges a very modest fee to be able to visit with folks about claiming strategies. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, one of the claiming strategies that Tom and we visit about is, well, you could take the widow's or widower's benefit if you've lost a spouse and delay your own. <laughs> but wait, there's a whole lot more complication if you remarried. <laughs> but wait, it's sort of, <laughs> there's a whole lot. Yeah, and that's when it gets potentially complicated. So I have... One of the, and I'm not gonna, I'm gonna kind of disguise this a little bit, but I had a client that had multiple marriages. She had been married three times for over 10 years to three different people, and she had not worked. So, and so we were counseling her, well, she said, well, can I claim on one of my ex-spouses? And she, I said, I, I believe you can. Yes, you can claim, Get you are going to get half of one of your ex-spouses. Well, which one should I claim on? Well, they'll go in and look at the ex-spouses. <laughs> Divorce benefits are so complicated. We'll look at all the ex-spouses and figure out which one is going to be the highest. But all of them, I think they're all still working. I, I could qualify for, I'm over 62, I could qualify for Social Security benefits, but I believe all my, well, it doesn't matter if, if you're divorced. It doesn't matter if your spouse has passed away and you have widows and widower benefits. So it does get more complicated if you have special circumstances. And uh, are, we're seeing multiple people that have been having more than one marriage. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. Well, it happens. Yep. It happens often. Uh, so as we kind of come back into this whole conversation, if you have special circumstances and you have minor children in the home, and you, you lost a spouse and and or you want to continue working and you want to see which claiming strategy would be the best, we do think it's a good idea to be working with a certified financial planner that's been trained in multiple trainings in Social Security and we can have that conversation. There's great software out there that you can access. You can access the Social Security software and get on the site and figure out what your benefits are going to be and then make an informed decision about what's in your best interest, right. family's best interest. Sure. If you'd like to have that conversation with us, 
You can have it with somebody else, but if you have it with us, we're just more entertaining. <laughs> it's more fun, and we'd be glad to visit with you on the phone and uh, and have have a good time. Give us a call, 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN. We would be glad if, if you will set up an appointment to talk about your full retirement strategy, and we would give you a complimentary consultation to, to do that also. And we suggest that we visit uh, three to five years before you actually retire so we can make a few tweak changes and maybe increase your benefits by 10, 15, 20%. Give us a call, 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN, or go to our website, dalebuckner.com, www.dalebuckner.com, and you can set your own appointment. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, and we're we were during the break. We were really going over the claiming strategy at sixty-two, and we came up with a whole lot of reasons to uh, consider not claiming at sixty-two. Now, the primary one for many of my clients is they work past sixty-two, and if, if tell us about the rules of if you claim it's 62 and then you make more money, then how much? It's not it's much. A, it's a real low amount. It's like $22,000, $23,000. If you make more than that and you collect early, earlier than your full retirement age, which is 66, 67 or so, not only are you going to get that reduced amount, but you're going to get some of your Social Security taken away as well. So that's just another reason not to take it before your full retirement age. Well, and if you are full retirement age, 67 now pretty much for almost all our listeners, is uh, and you claim Social Security, mm -hmm. then and you continue to work, what happens? Well, then a lot of it's going to be taxed as well. You know, if that there's another threshold. So that's just yet another reason not to take it until you get the full benefits. So again, you're going to get, if you take it at 62, you'll probably only get 75% or so, roughly speaking, to what you could have received had you waited until your full retirement age. If you are continuing to work at 62 or 63 when you collect it, not only are you going to get that reduced amount, you're, you're not even going to get it all anyway if, you, if your wages is more than 23, 24,000. And then on top of that, up to 85% of your Social Security that you get would be added to your income to be taxed. So that just, to me, unless unless you feel like you just have to have the money or you feel like you're not gonna live very long, to me, those are the only two reasons why you'd wanna consider taking it early. If we're also considering that you may have the largest social security check and that you may not live that long, you may wish to delay your social security still so that your spouse gets the large check for the rest of his or her life. Right. So as we kind of do this, claiming strategies are not exactly when we're conversing about claiming strategies. We talk about making sure the family gets the maximum income. If
your life expectancy, then that may completely change the claiming strategy we may want to claim early. Right. And as we kind of go through this whole spot about spousal benefits and survivor benefits and and divorce benefits, I mean, it, it gets really complicated. Yeah. I always I always say even the Social Security handbook is written for widow benefits. Well, there's a lot of widowers out there too. Mm -hmm. It's not just widow benefits. It, right. it is always kind of upsetting to me when I kind of think about one side or another that's sort of been short shift in the actual handbook. Talk about widow benefits and about about orphan benefits and about this benefit and that benefit. You really can come back in with a whole lot more uh, in-depth conversation when we kind of take out the gender bias, so to speak. Uh, let's go ahead and take our next break and say, if you are having one of those conversations in your own head, you've already talked to Social Security Administration, you've been thinking about it, you, you may be getting ready to make that claiming strategy. Uh, after the break, we're going to be talking about how to, how to make a claiming strategy. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, and we're going to be talking about Social Security, how to maximize your check. Now, I, I was going to tell you that we have had this conversation hundreds and hundreds of times with many, many clients. And so we've assisted many, many people in making this transition from the working world to the retired world. And one of our couples that we worked with had made a decision that they were going to delay their Social Security to age 70. And we talked to them, and in fact, both of them are still working. So it was easy conversation. Pretty much it was, well, if I take it now, they're, they don't take it away from me, but my gosh, it's, they're going to tax me until I cry. Anyway, so it was an easy conversation. As we go through that process, right now, both of them are getting over $4,000 a month in Social Security. In fact, the, the top one's getting about $4,600 a month. So it's, it's averaging somewhere a little less than $9,000 a month for a couple, and they're still working. So it is amazing how that Social Security can allow them to save more, take more trips, do things that they normally wouldn't do. A lot of people are continuing to work, so I always don't want to say the only thing that people do after age 62, 65, 67 is retire. Some people work past retirement. Mm -hmm. uh, if you would like to really have those kinds of conversations, then we would invite you to to have that consultation. The claiming strategies are a little bit more complicated, we think, and that may be another reason why you'd want to talk. And uh, most of the claiming now is done online. Well, that's fun. <laughs> a lot of folks have a little less comfort and confidence in working with a computer than they do with a human being. And a lot of the offices, 
Social Security offices were completely closed down after COVID. So we right. don't have nearly as many in-person meetings as we used to uh, set up. And we wished we used to do some cool stuff where we'd actually go to the meeting with folks. And now we suggest that you work with a, a claiming strategist that will help you make sure that that claim is right. And then they'll help you make sure that you file it right. And it's pretty easy to go on the socialsecurity.org website and start thinking about claiming. I would be remiss if I did not talk about the very first claim that virtually everybody makes, and that's for Medicare. So I would be remiss if I didn't say that the Social Security Administration is also administering Medicare. So as we kind of go through this whole process, your your first claim is probably going to, and experience is going to be when you reach age 65 and are making a decision about Medicare. Right. Holy cow, this is mm -hmm. a bigger issue as you can, hopefully after listening to this, you can kind of see uh, whether to claim early, whether to claim late, whether to have the claiming strategy that I'm going to give at the very last here is one of the key claiming strategies and that have one of the uh, folks and uh, spouses to claim early, have the one that's going to have the highest amount of Social Security delayed age 70, and then you have the somebody in that family is going to get that $4,000 or, or higher, it could, it could be lower or higher, depending on your work history, that $4,000 or higher amount a month for the rest of their combined lives. So the survivor benefits lead on after you've already, you've claimed them at 70, then, and yours is the highest, then you're going to get it for the rest of your life. If you pass away early, then your spouse is going to get it for the rest of their lives. Golly, that's got to be cool. I mean, yeah. when you think about it, and that's got to make take a huge burden off of your savings and maybe even allow you to, as we do, we a lot of our retirees save during retirement. Some of them save more during retirement than they did while they were working. <laughs> one, one thing I, I think I do need to mention on your example, if somebody gets that survivor benefit over 4000 if that if the spouse had a, had their own benefit that would go away you wouldn't have two benefits great point great point there, it is yeah you don't get two benefits right great point call us we'd like to give you a complimentary consultation 806-358-7977 1-800-299-PLAN email brett with two t's at dalebuckner.com or dale at dalebuckner.com we'd love to talk or go to our website, www.dalebuckner.com.